0: You're listening to the Sports Brothers Podcast by Sam and Brian Dostin. Everything sports, all the time.
1: Boy, oh boy, oh boy. It has been quite some time since the last time you have heard from the Sports Brothers Podcast. With Sam and Brian Dostler. Sam, my God, what's it been? A month? A year? It's been a long, long time since the last time we've done this podcast. It has been a long time, and
0: you know what? Tickets are only $152 or $138 to Tennessee, Oklahoma tomorrow.
1: Really? If I was down there, I'd go. If you were down there. But you're not. You're in Connecticut. I am not down there. Our father's much closer.
0: I told him if he if he had gone to this game, I would have gone down.
1: For those of you that don't know, actually, I don't think anyone knows, but uh, our father, Chris Dossler, is in Tennessee right now. He's actually getting picked up by his brother, Kevin, our uncle, uh, very soon, if not already. I and think already
0: because they're going to our cousin Jack's football game.
1: tonight. That's true. He won't play. Jack won't play. Because he's saying. just a sophomore. Yes.
0: But uh big rivalry game, Brentwood and, I believe, Franklin.
1: Franklin, huh? Mm-hmm. Dad was saying it's like – eighty kids or something like try out or or eighty kids on a team or I don't know. It was it was a huge number of kids that try out for the team and he made it. So Yeah. Hey, he juked us out in, in the in back in the backyard football. If that's if that's saying much. But anyways, our father's going to not only to our cousins football game but to Vanderbilt and uh, Georgia Saturday in Vanderbilt. Kinda tough for Vandy though, uh, coming off a loss to western Kentucky. Kind
0: of, kind of loses that little uh, against a, against one of the top teams in the nation.
1: Yeah, kind of loses that little uh, ex- excitement there. Yeah, you got to face Nick Chubb in Georgia. Good luck with that. Have some fun. All right. So once again, this is the Sports Brothers podcast with Sam and Brian Dossler. It is Friday, September eleventh, six forty-three p.m. Eastern time. And Sam, it is nine eleven. So we want to pay tribute to the roughly three thousand people that. Uh, passed away on that well, really terrible day uh, 14 years ago at the World Trade Center in New York City. Uh, definitely one of the darkest times in, in U.S. history. And uh, I've noticed when on my drive back home from Eastern that everywhere there was all the American flags were at half mass to pay tribute to what happened on
0: 9-11. Yeah, it was uh, certainly, uh, well the most shocking and sad day that I've ever seen. I was in fifth grade at the time. And uh, it was just, I remember Mr. Kanata turned it on in our fifth grade class, uh, which is kind of rare. I think, I don't think a lot of teachers actually turned it on, but, uh, we watched a snip, a little snippet of the coverage, uh, just about, I think the second plane went in while we were watching, but yeah, just, a, an extremely trying time for the country. And, uh, just got to keep moving forward and actually about let me think here <clears throat> nine days ago I was actually at Ground Zero uh, when the Connecticut Tigers, we were in Staten Island and on the last morning there we there was a morning bus that took people who wanted to go to the ferry to go into New York City. Staten Island ferry it's a free trip across takes like a half hour. really great. And uh, <clears throat> I'd been to Ground Zero once before. But it was while they were building the Freedom Tower, which is the new big building that has replaced the Twin Towers. And uh, I got to see it. You could see that building from the stadium. I didn't know what building it was when I was looking at it from uh, the Staten Island Yankee Stadium. But to be under it and look up and be like, you know, it's it's good to, you know, we have a big, tall building right where those two buildings were before. So, I mean, I think that's a symbolism of America, just the fact that, you know, you might not knock us down, but we're gonna build ourselves right back up and and uh, get
1: back up in, I guess,
0: the New York skyline or whatever. But uh, it was a beautiful building.
1: That's nice. Uh, my, I don't remember, I don't remember uh, anything from that first grade when it happened. But I do remember senior in high school, Mr. Amundson. He showed us a DVD, a video of, I think it's called Loose Change or something like that. And it was no narration. It was just all, like, home videos of people that took videos of the, the towers falling. And, I mean, you see all the smoke. You see all the debris. You see people just running away from all that smoke and debris. And the thing that really sticks with me the most, and I'm sure it does a lot of people that see videos like that, are the people that just fall from the tower. Yeah, it's it's and really they kind of just give up and they just say, you know what?
0: Yeah, it's uh, I remember watching. It's tough to watch, and I thought one of the most powerful exhibits was at the museum in, um, in D. C. Washington D.C. Yep. They had the uh, 9/11 remembrance, and they had all the different newspaper covers that, from that, the that was day that after. was cool.
1: I mean, for the it, t- to see,
0: yes, it was cool in a somber way.
1: In a journalism way. In a journalism way. All right, so, yeah, thank or uh, pay tribute to to those fallen from that sad, sad day. All right, so on to some to some sports. Uh, but actually, Sam, last night something happened at school. I'm going to tell later on the show. Something happened at school that was one of my biggest fears going into college. It actually happened last night. But I will tell that story later Before on. Before
0: we talk about that, though, we got to talk about the biggest sports story today. Serena
1: Williams. Serena Williams. Wow. Yeah, I did not see any of the match, but she falls to an unranked opponent and Roberto Vin- Vinci, is that V I N C I? Yeah, Vinci. Vinci. Yep. Uh in in three sets, Serena took control. The first set 6-2 yeah, six, six, two, two. and then she fell 4-6 four, 4-6. Six, four, six, and the and- amazing
0: thing, Brian, is, you know, she lost 4-6, but how many times, not only this year but in her career, uh, have we seen her uh, whether it be lose the first set or like the other night when she lost the second set to her sister's uh, sister Venus and just go on and take care of business in that third set. She went up a break early. She was up two nothing very early on, but uh, Vinci, she broke right back after Serena broker. And it was, it was Serena played some loose points. She double faulted uh, when she was down in advantage and, uh, that was really the only portion of the match I watched because I was working today, but you know, it's just, it's, it's really mind-blowing. You it's would, shocking. You would have thought that once you saw the unranked next to her name, you would have thought it would have been, I thought it was going to be a cakewalk.
1: Oh yeah. And i were well, you're not the only one. No. Uh, You know, when you, th- if for any player that you would thought of a chance of being Serena Williams, I mean. You wouldn't think of her. You might think of Eugenie Bouchard, the young Canadian. Well, she's uh, out. You might. Th- she, I'm just saying in general. To- I'm just saying Victoria Zarenko, Those are some names that you would her expect. Her sister. Her sister. Those are names. Uh, Simona Halep. Though, those are the players that you expect. But it comes from an unranked uh, player from Italy, and I don't know where Serena's gone. Yeah,
0: it's it's amazing. <laughs> ESPN's got to be kicking
1: themselves, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a big when one. Especially when
0: you stack it up against all the football going on this weekend. And uh, If you have Serena going for the Grand Slam tomorrow, you're getting eyeballs. Yeah. Now,
1: not so much. <laughs> not so much. I
0: certainly am not inclined to turn it on.
1: To be honest, I have really not watched any of the U.S. Open.
0: I haven't watched all that much, but I would certainly, just because I haven't had time, I'd love to watch major championship tennis. But I would certainly tune into Serena going for the Grand Slam against whoever it was. I would have tuned. It, it wouldn't in. have
1: mattered. It, it would not have mattered. But now
0: uh, interest very low with all the college football going on on this weekend. But it's 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 shocking.
1: A matchup that we will be watching tonight for the U.S. Open the men's side: Stan Wawrinka versus Roger Federer, seven thirty. The Swiss. Uh, the Swiss, yeah, battle of the, of the two Swisses. Uh, so that's that's obviously must watch TV. All right, you mentioned And it looks
0: like I know by the time people listen to this, it's going to be over. But it looks like the winner of that will be taking on Novak Djokovic. He's uh up two sets to none and really cruising uh, right now. Well, he's won, so it doesn't matter whether. Anyways, Joe. It, so it's going to be Djokovic against either Federer or Alranka. Either way, that's a that's a big time matchup with Walrenko winning the Austro- no, the uh, French Open earlier this year. And how many – we keep saying it, right, Brian, about Roger Federer. He gets to the Wimbledon final this year, the past year. You know, all right, this this could be it for him. This could be it. This could be it. If he's going to do it again, it's got to be now. Um, there was a
1: couple of years ago where he was We just... remember
0: we watched the U.S. Open match early in the tournament, like second or third round. I don't remember who it was against. And he just he didn't look good. And and, and, we and we sat there and we watched and we're like, this, And we said this, this this could be it. This we could be watching the end of greatness here.
1: Could be the end of an era. But look where he is now. He's on the I mean the he cusp- hasn't
0: won in a while, the big one. Yep. But he's still semifinals, quarterfinal. quarter final. I mean, you know, he he he's not yeah, he's he's still one of the obviously top whatever in
1: the world. Top five, top three. He's ranked three. two in this tournament. Yeah. So uh, we mentioned obviously football with it being Friday evening. Last night was the first NFL game between the Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, and really it's what I expected in terms of how Brady came out. I think he, you know, had certainly a lot of a lot on his mind, a lot of revenge on his mind, and uh, to throw for almost 300 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. That's the game I expected out of Brady. I mean, would you expect anything I less mean, out of him?
0: In in our generation, in this current era of NFL quarterbacks, and maybe all time, there's never been a quarterback who rises to the occasion like Tom Brady. I mean, you, you, you look at those two Super Bowls that he did lose and the one he almost lost this past year but won, and if it had gone the other way, blah, blah, blah. I mean, in all three of those occasions, he put his team on top late, you know. And then in another big situation here, he comes out, has the all-world performance, leads his team to the victory. Rob Gronkowski is great. Um, just they looked good against the good Steelers team. And, and the the score wasn't as close as the final score. No,
1: the Patriots were up 14 uh, really throughout the most of the fourth quarter, and Roethlisberger threw a late touchdown pass to Antonio Brown. That did not help my fantasy game, as Mike has been Roethlisberger. Anyways, uh, but – how about the leading rusher for the Patriots Dion Lewis from Pittsburgh he has 69 yards and then he also uh 51 yards receiving so well over 100 yards for all purpose yards uh it really comes out of nowhere but you know Nola garrett Blunt they they released Jonas Gray Shane Vereen's gone but Bill Belichick he finds as Pat Murtha said yesterday he he goes it was like it was like the like the second or third possession with the Patriots, and he goes, "Oh, great! Belichick found another Darren Sproles." I mean, that's who who Dion Lewis kind of is: short, fast, uh, and herky jerky. Well, that's the thing. You look at the
0: Patriots, and every year, well, they don't have a big name running back, but he just plugs guys in the holes, and they they do a fantastic job. I mean, really, how often have the Patriots had a star running back other than when they had uh, what's his name? Now I. Antoine Smith. No, Corey
1: Dillon. Corey Dillon.
0: Antoine Smith had that big year, but, I mean, it's, it's just they plug the holes, they fill the gaps, and they 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 run just enough so it's a threat, and then they use the back out of the Kevin
1: Falk is not a heralded running back on any other team except for the New England Patriots. And he was there forever. Forever. You wouldn't even know who Kevin Falk was. You wouldn't even bat
0: an eye if Kevin Falk ran out into the huddle right now. No. That's how long he was around. If he just came out of the out of the sideline wearing that number 33, he'd be like, oh, well, th- must be. I'm pretty sure Deion oh, Lewis oh, is 33. It, it must be third down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's good. Oh, a little dump-down screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, there A little, little, little swing screen pass. Uh, folk makes a man miss. Five-yard game, first down.
1: How about uh, Malcolm Butler? He goes from obviously being the hero of the, of the Super Bowl last year and for the majority of yesterday's of last night's game, he was playing one-on-one coverage against Antonio Brown, arguably the best receiver in the game.
0: Well, I mean, you you look at it, and the Patriots—they lost uh, Browner, and they, they lost, lost Revis. Revis. So, those are two huge. Obviously, losses. you're going to move up a couple ticks on the the totem pole. But uh, Butler obviously has the full confidence of the coaching staff, and after the way he played last year, um, <laughs> I mean. The fact that he's going one-on-one in that situation has to make Patriots fans feel good about the future, even though they did lose those two guys from that excellent secondary last year.
1: Not sure if you heard uh, watch, watching Colin Coward now, which is nice. I can actually watch him on television. Um, what do you think of that setup? I'm not a big fan of it. Don't like the colors, to be honest. Question. Are one of those
0: producers from ESPN? Yes, the guy with the beard. Yes. What's his name? Do you know?
1: If I don't know i recognize him. my head i, was I could scared. recognize him well i say i recognize his voice never really got to yeah. watch it on on tv i'm but not
0: really sure what the woman adds to it
1: well she does the herd line stories every half hour um, and then she gives her take every i've so only often. watched
0: about i watched about 30 minutes of it the other day oh i I've, do like having it yesterday
1: on. I pretty, watched, pretty much watched the pretty whole much it's pretty much the same i love oh, well. how
0: creative they got the Oof. herd with yeah. Colin howard rather than in the herd, yeah. I mean, whoo! Well, his his <laughs> revolutionary
1: <laughs> thinking by his, them. His background music too. Uh, when like when they come back from commercial, is the same. So like you know, on his intro where he always used to say "Welcome to the herd" on ESPN, you, you? that is it's the same thing. So clearly, ESPN before they settled everything before he got fired because they let him keep some of the name. They let him keep some of the background music. Like, he still has a lot of well, things. Well, I mean, it's his music. Oh, I understand that, but. Because it's... I
0: think part of it is
1: probably he wants to be able to.
0: Well, I mean, when you look at radio show names,
1: they're not really that creative. No, they're not. It's usually the person's name. The Dan Patrick Show. Uh, you... SVP and Rosillo. which the Rob Dibble r- Show. Which is now
0: Rosillo and um, uh, the quarterback there.
1: I'm blanking, too. Uh, <sighs> Canel.
0: Yeah, Rosillo and Canel.
1: Uh, the Dan Levitard Show, which, ugh. But yeah, but another uh, thing that I don't like about it is, and you said you've only watched like a half hour of it, is when he has an in guest studio. I have an in studio guest. In studio guest. Sorry, he is you know at his Collins has normal desk, and the guest is sitting on a couch like beneath him, so you can instantly tell there's a power move right there because well is it kind of like a late
0: night show setup? No, well. I guess a little bit, but a, the late night shows they sit at desks.
1: Yeah, but Colin, Colin is like literally. He's looking down. He's like, on him. yeah, he's looking down and facing him. Whereas, like if you watch me, Jimmy Fallon, they're right next to each yeah. other. It's like he's, the desk. He, and he's directly. at a desk, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's Got it's you. he's looking down yeah. straight at him. Wasn't a big fan of that either. Have you seen the new Scott Van Pelt Sports Center? Yes, yeah, so I saw the first one.
0: I thought you could tell he was nervous.
1: Uh, SVP. Yeah,
0: he made a couple. Maybe because I'm in the business, and I don't know how closely you were watching, but it se- a couple times very early on. He very, barely noticeable, but like stuff that he wouldn't normally do if he was comfortable. That told me, and that told me that, and he looked a little bit to me. That well, told me if, was you th- the- if
1: you think about it, essentially, with the platform that ESPN is giving SVP, it's almost kind of like, hey, SportsCenter center's yours. Yeah, which is a big deal. Sports oh, yeah. Center is you know, it it's the central news. Even we we could rag on Sports Center, but you know what? Chances are we still turn it on. No. You don't? All no. right. Well, usually it's on my TV. I so,
0: never turn it on. Unless I know a highlight Sports Center is on.
1: Okay, fair enough. So obviously Sports Center's been huge and that's why Dan Patrick was on in the first one. You know, uh that's what Keith Overman, they made it so great of what it was with the highlights, Stuart Scott. And now it's his. It's like it's literally his. You know? Well, we're are going because well,
0: Lindsay Zarniak she does the solo Sports Center at six o'clock.
1: Yeah, she does. She does.
0: But eleven o'clock is a little. It, midnight. Midnight. Excuse me. It's uh, it's a different. Field. Did
1: you watch the DP interview? I did. Oh God, he he did not want to be there. No. He was solely doing it for Scott Van Pelt.
0: It was a it was a lot short. Remember? Well, I texted you. Remember? It after was a little it? over six minutes. Remember, I texted you because you texted. Dad turned it on. And then I saw your text had been like two minutes ago and it ended and I texted you. I was like, did, did I see anything? And you're like, well, if you saw this, then you saw the whole thing. And I was like, well, I guess I saw the I whole think, thing.
1: Well, cause I watched the video after later that night, I, it was like six thirty, like six minutes, 30 seconds. You could just, I mean, DP was just like, you know, I'm showing my, my visitors pass that I'm, that I'm, you know, not coming back and yeah. uh, just, but as you said at the very end, uh, when he was very sneaky. That's just how they were with the highlights. When DP goes, I don't have pants on, by the way. <laughs> That's just a classic Dan Patrick line.
0: I thought it would have at least been a fifteen-minute interview.
1: I don't. DP probably didn't want it that long. And you could also tell. And and again, since we're in in this business, we could guess this, but you could tell it's a pre-recorded video cause there, there was, was two, a cut. There oh, was yeah. two times, especially one time where it was just like there was one Phew. real drastic. Yeah, cut it was real bad. Where I,
0: where I was like, whoa, yeah. I was definitely talking, pre-recorded. I was talking with some people at the Connecticut Tigers about how it almost ruins your sports or your TV viewing sometimes. Yeah, because <laughs> you're you're sitting there and you're like, whoa, "Whoa, that was bad. What what was that? What kind of cut was that?"
1: And or, then you or, realize, it's... or
0: and then everyone else in the room is looking at you like you have eight heads. Yeah. Or it, sometimes it'll be a really good cut and a, or, or a good seg- segue or something. I'll be, "Wow, that was that was <laughs>
1: good stuff right there." producer did a great job. Speaking of cuts, uh, the other day, Monday, Spencer is a big Monday Night Raw guy, and he had it on his TV. Just, just real quick. But uh, the, the the person that does the switcher for WWE has a ton of pressure because you have to cut it to a different angle when, like, a hit's about to happen. That way it gets, uh, full, it's like, fake.
0: Full drama. Yeah. I
1: can't believe we're not
0: going to go too far into this. I can't believe people go and watch that. Pay to either. go and watch that. I can't either. I mean, and then share and, like, have favorite. I mean, it's a play. I guess. It's literally it's, – um, I but, mean,
1: Spencer, he acknowledged that it's all drama and everything, but I I have since – I have really given a shot just hanging out with them the last two years now. You know, I, I know some wrestler names, you know, kind of, sort of. I, I still don't see it. I, I just – I don't see it.
0: I, I, I mean – I saw a thing last this spring. I think they packed Levi Stadium for one of
1: these things. Oh yeah, I was watching something. That, that was uh, that's that's like their Super Bowl. I was like, dude, what?
0: Like it's scripted. It's all scripted. But they cheer for it like it's real.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't get it.
1: I don't either. All right, back to football. It's not like it's a player. Yeah, back back to football. Saw a stat the other day. Actually, it was uh, via Colin. There's been. Every single year since 1994, I believe it is, there's been four new teams in the postseason. So there were four teams that were not in the postseason prior. At least. At least. At least four teams. So with that in mind, uh, last week or last Monday, uh, f- four or five days ago, when I did my NFL preview of my radio show back at school on WECS Radio 90.1, by the way, folks, 7 to 9 p.m., different time than it's 2 to gonna 4. going to throw off some of your listeners. Yeah, it might. It might. Including myself, <laughs> um, including but including who? Including myself, it's it's weird being in there at night.
0: You're gonna miss some games, man.
1: Yeah, I'll miss the first half of uh. There's there's no UConn games on Mondays, not this semester at least.
0: There's no Monday game.
1: No, yeah, no Big East Monday. Anyways, this um, weird to think of. Yeah. Uh. So, I forget I was going with this now. Nice, you got me all off track. Uh. So you did your picks. Oh, yeah, and I did, my NFL preview is in my picks, and every team that I picked to go to the playoffs was in the playoffs last year. So shows how much I know.
0: So are we going to run through it and do our picks here by – If you want,
1: yeah, let's do it. So let's start with the AFC East. Uh, I think we both – Patriots will come Patriots, out with the division. Yep. Uh, watch out for the for the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill. Yep.
0: Underrated, I think. Uh,
1: Cameron Wake and adding Diamond Kinsue. I mean it's and they add Kenny Sales a wide receiver. It's it's a good team. The Bills, obviously, with Rex Ryan the defense, adding LaShawn McCoy in the off season, formidable team there. Uh Jets over under five and a half wins. Under. Under? I, I could I, I mean could see you, that. you
0: look at it and you think I mean they could lose all six divisional games.
1: Oh yeah, I mean we, we we just said that the Bills and Dolphins are on the rise. Yeah, the Jets are not on the, and the rise. the just
0: have a pretty good defense. Well,
1: they have a good defense. They had Rivas, but you gotta score points. And when Ryan Fitzpatrick is your is your fearless leader, you know there's there's better options. AFC North still the toughest division in football. Uh, you could flip a coin, a three way coin, if you will, between the Bengals, Ravens, and the Steelers, and uh, you you could be right either way. Um, I have the Steelers winning this, you know, they didn't play all that great last night. It's week one. They're missing some pieces. Yeah, they are. When Le'Veon Bell comes back, um, your Pouncey. thoughts, Pouncey's out, too. Pouncey's out.
0: Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, they're healthier to start the year. And I think that's going to help them get a little bit more of a cushion. That could be the difference maker. In a league where I think you'll see the team that wins, it probably be like a ten and six team.
1: It's usually what it is because yeah. they beat each other yeah. up. AFC South, Colts, Colts. A lot of people think the Texans will have a, a have a good year. I'm not seeing. I mean, they look, don't
0: quite have a quarterback. I mean, I I love the defense and JJ Watt is great. Blah blah blah. He'll
1: have he'll have a, cu- a couple of touchdown passes yeah, or catches know, this year, yeah, but he'll force yeah.
0: the, you know he'll do what JJ Watt does and the defense will. Be all right, but like you said, you got to score.
1: AFC West. A lot of people are down on these Broncos. They're you know, they're writing Peyton off before the season even starts. There's no Julius Thomas anymore. Uh, he he's in in, in Jacksonville. Um, some people have Oakland on the, on the ups. Kansas City as well. San Diego. I mean, they, I was listening
0: to someone talking about Kansas City as a
1: Super Bowl team. Super Bowl. Ouch. Might have been Mike and Mike. Because what did they start eight and oh a couple of years ago and they're well below five hundred since then.
0: Yeah. Well the first year of Alex Smith and Andy Reid.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean look, Oakland, they've added Amari Cooper. They have Khalil Mack. They don't have a quarterback. Look, I mean I'm I'm fully invested. If you don't have a good quarterback well, people like Carr, Bry. They do. Like Derek but Carr. I'm, I'm he not. was
0: very good. As a as a rookie, wasn't he rookie? Yeah, he, play, he was. I mean? He was
1: rookie last year. Um, rookie of the year, right? Off- no, I don't. I don't think he was rookie of the year. Um, all right, so you know, I got, I still got the Broncos winning this division. I I think it's 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 theirs to lose with Peyton Manning still behind center. I agree. Um,
0: I think they still have enough pieces, and he was not rookie of the year. Um, anyways, they and I just I don't trust the other teams in that league. I mean. I don't know what, is, what there is to trust in the Chiefs. The, Ra- the Raiders I certainly don't trust, and why should I think the Chargers are going to be anything different than what they've shown me the last handful
1: of years? That's a very good point. All right, so now we have two wild-card teams to give out to, Sam. Um, I think the Chargers will make it. I do think Rivers was coming off the max deal. I think Keenan Allen will have a nice bounce back here. Dandy Woodhead. Will is healthy this year. He didn't play. I don't think if he played at all last year, it was only for a couple games. Uh, So look for the Chargers, turn some heads. And, uh, you know, I'll go Ravens for the other wild card team. Um, You know, really it could be a coin flip. It could come down to, I don't know what their schedules are, but a week 16 or week 17 match between the Ravens and the Steelers, who gets the division. Um, So I'm going Chargers and Ravens for the wild card. I think the Dolphins are going to get in. I think they're going to yeah. work, get into uh, the playoffs. And,
0: uh, then I think the Steelers, I think the teams in the AFC North are too good not to get two teams in there, so I think you're going to get the Steelers in there along with the Ravens.
1: Another thing to note is the Colts have uh, like the 28th or 30th easiest schedule in, in the NFL. I mean, it comes with playing the AFC South, uh, but th- they're going to win a bunch of ball games this year. There's no doubt about that. To the NFC, the NFC East, our Giants are in this division. However, I do not have them winning – this uh, division. Philadelphia Eagles, I've been saying it for months now, Sam, that this is my team. And I even heard, I'm not saying I agree with this, but I even heard a discussion the other day. The question was put on, the, on my TV screen. Sam Bradford MVP. I mean, if he stays healthy. He has a chance to flourish in this offense. And like
0: we've talked about in the past, Brian, people say, oh, maybe, you know, he doesn't have the feet, blah, blah, blah. It's not the same thing, but he played in a very up-tempo, quick, pass-happy, move the ball, get to the line of scrimmage, snap it offense at Oklahoma. I mean, it's not the same as Chip Kelly's, but it's in the same realm, a lot of gimmicky things, um, a lot of different patterns to worry about, uh, quick snap, hustle up, get as many plays off as you can. And he was very successful. He won a Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma. So um, I'm not sure why people are so down on Sam Bradford. As Injuries. Well, yeah, but not even injuries.
1: I think people are down on Sam Bradford. The two quarterbacks in Philly, of course, Sam Bradford and Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow has been cut, and I think that will pretty much do his NFL career. If Too you don't bad. make it with yeah. Chip Kelly, if you don't make it with Bill Belichick, I don't think you can really make it with anybody else in this no, league. No,
0: because those are some of the best minds out there, and uh, if anyone's going to be able to plug you into a spot, you'd think those two guys he are. He could make
1: for a third-string quarterback. He couldn't even do that.
0: Is he back at ESPN this week down at SEC in Network, yeah. Wherever is he?
1: Yeah, I know he is. He's working for the SEC Network now. He signed. That's what I heard. So, he'll be
0: wherever their set is this weekend?
1: Yep. that's. You know Dad's going to
0: the CBS game?
1: That's Vandy, Vandy yeah. Georgia. Yeah, Must be a weak SEC <laughs> schedule. Must be a very weak. Uh, so, I, so, I got Eagles. Who do you got to win the division, Sam?
0: I'm going with uh, the Cowboys. Okay, yeah. Um, I just think. Uh, return. Yeah, they lost to Marco Murray, but the running game still, they got some pieces there. and
1: uh, I Two running backs there, Joseph Randall, Darren McFadden. Maybe Darren McFadden with that huge offensive yep. line can kind of, I don't want to say, you know, find his career again. but hey, the, he Find was a career? Find, yeah, find a career, sorry. Never really worked out in Oakland. And, I mean, is that really a surprise? No. No,
0: but I, I like tex- er, uh, Texas.
1: Uh Dallas. Washington, they're going to win three games. All right, uh, Chicago, NFC North, uh, Packers. Packers. I don't think we have to get into the other teams. I don't think so. Um, um, Bears are a joke with Jay Cutler as long as Jay Cutler's a the quarterback. Watch over the Vikings, though. Adrian Peterson with a, f- a full season. Didn't play all last year. I mean, maybe it's a blessing disguise, if you will. For Bridgewater. Bridgewater. A lot of people are high expectations for him. The NFC South, the ugliest division football last year. I don't know Uh, if it's going to get much better this year. I don't know either. I mean, you look – I have the Saints win this division, uh, but they don't have Jimmy Graham anymore. Traded away for Max Ongurian draft picks. uh, But – and no Kenny Stills, but my boy Brandon Cooks better go off for the Saints and win that NFC South division I got the
0: Saints there. I just don't see any of the other teams having the firepower. Uh, Maybe – Atlanta.
1: Maybe Atlanta, right? Maddie Ice, Maddie Ryan with if Julio Jones. Ru- if they
0: can get a running game going, their
1: defense has to be better. Yes, it does. And they can't insert any uh, crowd noise No, as well. No. Can't do that. Uh, no. I think Tevin Coleman is going to be their starting running back for week one, a rookie, who you never heard of in college, so uh shows how weak the their running time, game is. But at the same time,
0: running backs, I mean, Alfred Morris with Washington, running backs is the position where guys have Popped up out of nowhere in the uh,
1: in the fairly recent past. I would consider the Panthers more in this division. However, Kelvin Benjamin is a huge, huge, huge loss. Uh, who Who's Cam Newton going to throw to now? I mean, right? Steve Smith is gone. Brandon LaFell's been gone for. Steve Smith Sr.? Yeah, Steve Smith Sr. I don't know who he's going to throw to. Greg Olson? I mean, he's good for touchdown catch every couple weeks
0: not exactly separate yourself from the defense speed and. Whatever. Deandre
1: Williams is now gone. Had over 100 rushing yards last night. for How about the that Steelers. He was rocking. Oh yeah, the with the pink the uh pink, pink I mean, braids. Yeah. If it was, it was
0: October, I'd get it, but it's not October yet.
1: So we both have the Saints in the NFC South, NFC West, Seahawks.
0: Yeah, Seahawks. I think Arizona is going to be the second best, and that actually will lead me into the uh, wild card. Wild I think card. Arizona, Carson Palmer stays healthy. They get in,
1: and then as I uh, look things over, I think the uh, the Lions. So you have Cardinals and Eagles – or, excuse me, Cardinals and Eagles. Cardinals and Lions. I'm going to go Cowboys and Arizona. I mean, you look at Arizona the last couple years. Carson, Carson Palmer. If Carson
0: Palmer doesn't get hurt
1: last year. God, that, that team is – they're a playoff team, but they – Easily beat Carolina. They're yeah. easily a, a. If they became huge, a different team, yeah. I mean, when who was who was it? Ryan Lundley was like their third-string quarterback, or Josh Skeleton. I mean, they just kept running through quarterbacks and down there in Arizona. All right,
0: let's. You want to just skip to the Super Bowl picks? All right, Super Bowl picks. All right, um, I'm going Patriots out of the AFC, and I'm going Cowboys. Wow, out of the NFC and i'm going patriots.
1: repeat of last year i'm going Seahawks patriots patriots win.
0: Patriots again even with a little bit of a diminished defense?
1: Yeah, that's i i realize that um but
0: you look Cam Chancellor's not there yet. No, he he's not. He's still holding out. It's the first holdout since i think 2011 in the NFL.
1: But it's i just think i definitely think the patriots will be there. There, I'm very confident because you look at their road in the AFC. It's not nearly as 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 tough for any NFC team because uh, even the Colts, right? They they can score, but they have a lot of questions on on uh, defense. Uh, the Broncos, you know, they even have some questions offensively. Um, so really, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. If the Ravens beat them because the Ravens always played the Patriots well. Uh, but I just think it's a tough route for any NFC team. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Seahawks last year, um, or it was the the, the the Packers, they had to get past the Cowboys and the Seahawks to face the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's tough. Oh, yeah. So um, I expect New England to have another banner. Um, yeah, it's good football's back.
0: You know, I wasn't that excited for the NFL to be back last. night.
1: I was. It, it was uh, it was pretty fun last night. We had I mean, six, I'm not saying I'm not glad. 6-7 guys in our room watching the game, which which was really nice cuz god, let me tell you, there was times last year where I was just sitting in my room by myself or just with Spencer watching games, which no offense to just Spencer, which just no, us it's, two alone. It's always better when there's a oh, bunch Oh god, of but we, you know, we Jermaine was there, Pat was there, Damon was there, one of uh, two of our broadcasting friends were over, so we had a nice viewing party. We got Domino's. It was a good time. I lose interest in the NFL year by year. Yeah, you do. You really do.
0: I still enjoy it. But it's all about the uh, Saturday football.
1: Yeah, it is. Before we talk about Saturday football, let's reset. This is the Sports Brothers Podcast with Sam and Brian Dostler on this gorgeous Friday night. What what uh, exciting people we are doing a podcast here Friday Hey, night. man,
0: I just worked 12 hours today, 10 hours yesterday. My feet are still hurting sitting here, so... This is actually relaxing. I'm feeling the pressure uh, coming out of my feet right now as we speak. You know, very comfortable dress shoes back at the golf course for a little while. Again, he's coming back.
1: He's He's coming back.
0: back. Um, Great dress shoes, but after wearing them for 22 hours over the course of two days, any shoe becomes a little uncomfortable.
1: You know, to me, it doesn't feel like I'm going back to work tomorrow. I kind of feel like I'm just going to wake up, go to the country club, and do my thing and – Oh, it's, it's going to be go a different back. day
0: than you've experienced in your country cl- club tenure. I never right? worked a
1: Wilson tournament Francis before. Francis Wilson. A lot of money to be made. Yep. Uh,
0: it's going to be busy for like, like two hour and a half hours in the morning. Okay. And then you sit there for a long time. Okay. And then it's steadily busy for about three. Not real busy because the cards will come in staggered tomorrow.
1: Oh, so it's not just one no. bull rush?
0: Sunday, though. Oh, you're in for a real treat Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, it's just a zoo. Do uh, You want me to pl- lay it out for you right here?
1: We can do it after the let's show. Let's do it right here real okay. quick. Okay, all right. So
0: Sunday, well, you're not opening, but so you'll come in, and they'll come off. They'll finish at about 1. And usually when they come in off a shotgun, right, that's it. That's all. Not with this tournament. What happens? The winner of each flight. There's seven flights, plays in the overall championship match, and then there's always the question of, well, these two teams are in it, so you got to try to keep these carts separate, and you got to try to talk to the people in the cart to see if they're still in it, if they should put the cart there. Never knew it was this involved. Oh, yeah, so you got carts there. Is it 9 or
1: 18? Uh,
0: it's... I don't remember. It's, it's a few holes.
1: Oh, it's not even 9 maybe?
0: No, it's not a full 9. 3? Uh, something like that, like one seventeen eight. I don't know something. So,
1: th- so that's where people watch on the eighteen, like. Oh, but what makes it better? Do we get to watch?
0: Uh, no. Kind of. Well, we can watch eighteen. Usually, what makes it better is because the course is closed all weekend. Yep. You got the people who weren't in the tournament coming in wanting to play. So the ladies, mm-hmm. some of the men who aren't in the tournament. So you're trying to set up these people.
1: At the same time. At the
0: same time, because as soon as the shotgun's over, they can go out. And then you got the people coming and grabbing the carts as you're trying to clean them to go and watch. So then you get dumped with the carts a second time.
1: Hashtag bag boy problems.
0: It is a fun day. Speak, Not speaking really.
1: of a fun time, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I would tell you a story of... One of my biggest fears going to college, and it happened last night. Last night, Sam, around 1230, were you awake or were you sleeping? Oh, I was asleep. You were sleeping? Oh, yeah. Well, at 1230 Eastern Time, it was raining. It was trenchly downpouring, both in Plainville and in Willimantic. I'm assuming, at least, in here. But it was in Willimantic. I can, I can guarantee you that. So, we just finished watching the Patriots game. We were talking in the living room, kind of, you know, just – saying our last words, the I mean, Spencer, we're going to go play LB will be the show. Before we did that, the fire alarm went off. Uh-huh. The fire alarm went off. Uh-huh. So we had to go out in the rain for a good 15, 20 minutes and just get absolutely downpoured on. Why didn't you go, like,
0: in the Union or something?
1: Far walk, and it's closed at midnight. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, to be honest, I kind of embraced it. To me, it was... It was warm. It was warm outside. It, it really, like, just, you're out there. You're wet. Like, you're going to get wet. Just just say, just you can let it em- loose. You
0: can embrace it in or early can, September. Yeah.
1: A cold October rain, not
0: Different so much. Different
1: story. Much rather have what, what I had last night than a blizzard or something like that. Now, was it a, couldn't have been a plan drill it. This was 30. not a planned drill. This was the third fire drill in the first, what, 10, 11 days since I've been back You said at it school. wasn't a drill. It was not a drill.
0: So someone pulled it or something?
1: No, someone was cooking. All right. Someone was cooking at 1230, probably thirsty Thursday, right? You know, you got to cook something good at 1230, whoever, who, whoever it was. Probably thank making
0: some, uh, like, frozen pizza or something. Frozen
1: pizza or maybe, I don't know, heating something up. I don't know. But the fire alarm went off, so that was a fun time. Uh, and... Ortiz almost hit four ninety nine. His so, boy Chris Archer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what happened last night. Fun. And that was one of my biggest fears going to school. Was me sitting in my room. I was thinking more like three AM, and you just hear that fire. My drum. last
0: night at school ever. Three AM fire alarm. It's
1: one way to go out. Yeah. Someone pull it? I don't know. Probably. That's annoying.
0: Also, the worst one though would have been uh, right at the opening tip-off of Duke Butler national championship, it happened. Oh yeah, a drill. It was like, are you kidding me? Also had a drill, right at the beginning of UConn Villanova when UConn played at Villanova and they were number eight in the country. That in the uh, that's when they lost the Jerome like, Dyson year. Yeah, no, UConn won that. Oh, game.
1: They did win that game. Okay. Yeah, that would have been. They 2000- beat them by like twenty.
0: Yeah, that would have been two thousand ten.
1: You're so. aging yourself here.
0: Well, whatever you know.
1: You're so tired.
0: It's, why?
1: Yeah, I can just tell. No. Okay. All right. Never mind. It's just Why? Because I said, yeah, whatever. No, you can just tell you're just kind of relaxing. Oh. By the way, what's what's on the bottom of your foot? You got a Band-Aid there? Is that a blister? Uh,
0: I got a little, like, uh, wart thing going on. Oh, nice. So the Band-Aid is holding on the little uh, wart remover. I've had a wart on the
1: bottom of my foot for a number of years now. And I can't
0: let Mom know because,
1: well, you should have worn your
0: sandals in all those hotels on the
1: road. So. You should have. Mom knows best, right? Right, right. All right. Less uh, sport. We'll talk about. Do you want to talk about baseball as well? Nah. Uh, no. I want to watch.
0: baseball. I want dinner. That's you want what. Dinner. I, see, you're looking at me, and I look tired. What I really want is to fire that stove up, heat the water up, boil my linguine.
1: That's my linguine too. You're okay, both have our linguine. Have a little bread. You want to set up the tables and get a nice little candle and have a nice romantic dinner? No. I also want my birch beer that's in the freezer. So you're you what 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 do you want the most? Do you want the food or do you want the birch beer the most right now? The food. The food. The food. The birch beer complements it all. It okay. brings it all together. All right, college football. We already mentioned that our father is going to Georgia at Vanderbilt. Sam, you must be excited for Oklahoma-Tennessee. It's a rematch of last year's game. Oklahoma destroyed the Volunteers last year. I am pretty fired up. And
0: it is honestly, it's the first time in a long time I've been fired up about a game. Because the Red Sox, obviously. Uh, (laughs) UConn, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Hey, they're They're 1-0. The Mets, I was talking basketball. Oh. The Mets, I did get fired up about the game last night, when, or the other night when they came back. Got fired up about that. Which one? Which uh, time? The bigger comeback.
1: The 8-7? Eight, the eight, seven? Yes. Um,
0: honestly, I don't know that much about the teams just because I haven't been able to really read into it. Oklahoma, though, they look, did look pretty good in their opening win against Akron. Uh, Sir it,
1: Sanchez was phenomenal. Always. Defensively. My What's boy. his first name?
0: I don't know. I don't remember.
1: Um, Aaron Sanchez, J.K. I think Alex. Alex, maybe, yeah. Um, All right, Oregon at Michigan State. Game day is going to be at Michigan State, and it's the first real test for Vernon Adams. Yes. See, I don't know. I'm so lukewarm about him being the starter just like that. Because, folks, he wasn't just – we've known that Vernon Adams was going to be in Oregon since January, but he didn't actually – step on the practice field with the team until mid-August. Yeah, it's like
0: I couldn't believe that when I heard that. Yeah, And that that didn't come out until, like, late July. It was like, oh, he has to take this math test before he can go. It's like,
1: what have you been doing, you know? Clearly it must be some NCAA thing. I I don't think – there's no way he purposely or forgot to take this test. I'm sure he wasn't just sitting around like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do it next week. I'll do it the week after that. You know what, we're
0: going on a family vacation this week. Oh, that oh, that Tuesday. No, that's no good. There's a movie premiere coming out that I want to see. I, but I mean, he did look pretty good in that first game. Uh took a bit of a cheap shot, would you call it? I think it was a cheap yeah, shot. Yeah, a cheap shot. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's there's It just is murky. It's a, it's
1: a, it's a mucky situation. Him starting? Yes, I, I think so.
0: Yeah, it's just because it's it's not an easy offense.
1: No, it's not. I mean, it was very similar at Eastern Washington. Yeah, we, we but, understand that. But
0: it, I mean, he has not seen a team the caliber,
1: or as as fast as he's going to see as Michigan State I as mean, the Spartans.
0: East East Washington, excellent team in their level of college football, but the teams they see don't come anywhere close to what he's going to see at Michigan State. And he had the atmosphere. come up. I mean, I'm sure he's played in front of some loud crowds, but it certainly hasn't been in East Lansing.
1: LSU at Mississippi State. Uh, Sam, LSU's game versus McNeese State was canceled due to torrential downpours in Baton Rouge. So if you're less Miles in LSU, uh, not the best way you want to no, start your you, season. You no, want,
0: you want to get that game. Yeah, you a, want co- a, game a conference under-
1: game. Uh, right off the bat against Mississippi State in Starkville, Dak Prescott, you know, all all that hype, all that jazz. Just uh, not the storyline want Especially story after, after losing in. to
0: him at home last year. Yeah. Yeah, you certainly want to get that game under your belt. Now, my question is, you look at LSU high hopes, obviously, this year, as always. Does that hurt them, not playing that game, as far as college football playoffs go? Or does that I would assume
1: they're making it up.
0: Not canceled, Bri.
1: Oh, I didn't know if they – I've seen. There's been makeup though.
0: So. Yeah, but if neither team has a, a week with an open
1: date, you would think it would hurt them, right? If they if they only played eleven or twelve, but right? I guess it's such an automatic win. Is it? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that obviously. I mean, he say would be in LSU, but to me, if you're the it, playoff, it won't, it,
0: it won't hurt them.
1: I I don't think it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but I don't. It it certainly doesn't help they them. They play enough
0: quality opponents to overcome that especially because they would have won that game
1: all right that's gonna do it for this edition of the sports brothers podcast with sam and brian dostler you can listen to my radio show every monday night from 7 to 9 p.m that's on the hour at the clock tower and that's on WECS radio 90.1 fm first hour is by myself between 7 and 8 p.m and then from 8 to 9 Patrick Murtha, Spencer Davis, Jermaine Page, and Damon Gray join me in studio. And uh, feel free to call in. Mike Costantini called in last week. Nico DiGicorio is calling in in a couple days. And uh, I almost got one of the men's soccer players on the team, but he actually had study hall, so he could not call in. Um, a little pretty disappointed about that. Are but, you friends with this guy? Yeah, he works with uh, – he actually did a color – he did color commentary with – uh, with Damon for the women's game the other day. Gotcha. Cooper D. Ambrosio. All right, so Sam's going to go eat dinner. We're going to go eat dinner.
0: Question here, did you, because I'm wearing the headset today, and I usually have the handheld microphone. Yep.
1: Did you do this so I can't do the mic drop? No, it's not. because No, I didn't even think about that, to be oh, honest. Man. The reason why I did it was because uh, there was one one time where I where – I, just use a microphone or something. I just felt I had more energy. It's, it's more free. I don't know. I, I just like it better than with the headset. Well, mic drop. That was weak. All right, folks. Have a great weekend. And we're not sure when the next time we'll do another podcast, but we, we will let you know.